I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I was just telling Laura, I think Tony looks like a guy that works at a record store in North Jersey and his Yeezus hoodie right now. He looks like a little hype beast. He's just like, I need to walk him on Fairfax and get some clout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take him down to the shoe stores. Mm-hmm. We'll go wait in line at Supreme. Mm-hmm. People just love... People are, you're the either lines. waiting in line for a COVID test or you're waiting in line for... At the drop. Shoes. Yeah. New York is apparently like... The thing to do right now is like wait in a COVID line. I saw it start in, in Brooklyn when I was there, like the last day. Really? Yeah. Like they... But in New York, they have little like COVID tents that pop up around neighborhoods where you can just go get a test. Why don't we have that? Carrie... That's a question I've been asking myself since the dawn of the pandemic. There's like, there's no can, options. No. And you go for free in New York and you just stand and they swab and then send it and then that's it. In LA they make you pay like ninety dollars. Yeah. No. And they, and they yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> they make you feel really bad about asking them questions. Mm-hmm. They're really everyone's put out. And I'm like, why are you put out? Your urgent care is printing money right now. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. I literally got a text yesterday from the LA Department of Public Health that said your vaccination like wallet is here. Like if you want to add it to your iPhone wallet six months after I got <laughs> vaccinated. <laughs> Seven. I'm truly like for You're what? You're boots on the ground. I'm boot <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. I just feel like at this point I would be more efficient running this city than like I think Tony would be more efficient running. Yeah. I would vote for Tony over fucking Eric Garcetti. Mm-hmm. He sh- Tony should honestly run. He's a flop. He'll bring more to the table. He'll wear cute hoodies. Yeah. Why do I feel like he's going to be like a judge on like some like reality competition show at some point? I don't know. <laughs> Probably be a more fun job than dealing with this hellhole of a city. <laughs> I love. Here you go. If you want to add your digital vaccination record to your wallet. I don't even have that. I just have my shitty card. I have my card, but I'm glad to have something on my phone because like, God forbid, I've like gotten in situations where I thought I lost my card or I'm always stressing that it's going to like fall out of my wallet. Yeah. I'm just going to get it like, I'm just going to get it on my shirt and just wear it every day. You should just get it. I started following this woman on TikTok called the Chip Girl because she has a literal oh key fob implanted into her hand that's like a thing now yeah and that's how she like unlocks her house and she has a smart home and everything is like activated she's biohacking she has chip girl here via chip yeah Via when chip. there was a when there was a power outage her whole smart house was like she couldn't do anything damn i love that like get something literally implanted into your flesh just to like open a door <laughs> And I guess it's like kind of cool. Yeah. But I want like to like move objects. Yeah. I'd rather have, yeah, like a magnet or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I'm sure that that. It's coming. Will come. Um. Yeah. The vaccine card is like, I don't know. Who knows? The whole testing thing is like, I've just gotten, we have stay at home tests. I've tested negative so far. When I was flying back from uh, New York, I got an alert midair that I had been exposed to someone with COVID. Whoa. And I tested negative, but I wonder who it was. I just love (laughs) you can't escape. I wonder if it was me. Simon got it too. And I wonder if, cause we were with you for like four days, but I don't think it was you. I think it was like after, I mean, we literally also saw like so many people. I know. I don't think though that they like, cause I got some sort of notification from like the health department. I guess when you test positive that your information then gets shared with the health department, whether you like it or not, whether you actually paid for your own paid a premium price for your COVID test, 
guess what? They're no privacy. They're going to get your data and then they're going to call you day after day to try and like trace. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. Like you got looped out. I'm looping you out and you can just like deal with it like and figure it out. You think I fucking know where I got it? I don't. I went mm. to a million different places and saw a million different people. Mm. So fuck off. And so <laughs> but then I wonder if they were like, well, now we're going to troll her nearest and dearest. But I, days after the yeah. fact. Because I never got that alert. I mean, I and was... we were together, like... But also, it could. I think it also is, like, people you're, like, just passing by. So weird. Like, it's, like, if you have that data thing turned on, like... Turn the data thing off, honestly. They yeah. should not have... They No one should be privy to that kind of information and be able to text you. Even if you're not doing anything wrong and you're, like, whatever, who cares? It's still creepy. No, it is weird. It's, like, crossing state... I crossed into California midair, and then I got... Broop, why should they have that power? Mm. Make them pay a premium. I want I want them to pay me yeah. for Give my data. Info. Yeah. I mean, gays have been contact tracing since. The, <laughs> I contact. I remember I, when I got crabs, I went back and went through the phone book and called every guy I'd been with. Tell yeah. them you just got to do it sometimes. But it's weird when they're. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's that was, fine to do on your own. But being told to, I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't sit well with me. I just think it's funny, like the lack of anything clarity to and plus years into anyway. No, we'll never um, know. We'll never know. I wanted to quickly talk about. Yeah, what is what's on your mind? Um, Can I share something? Sure. Just a sniff, a smell update. Is that I'm smelling some things again. Hell yeah. I um I smelled a fart. <gasps> of yours? Mm hmm Nice. You were like I was like, whoa, there that is. Mm -hmm. So that was like the <laughs> hey. huge stride forward. Well, there you are. Yeah. <gasps> Me. And I thought I would feel really happy, but I actually was like kind of sad. Just because like I don't I liked kind of living in a world where you were like, I like to be in a world where my shit didn't stink, you know? And now it's like human once again. <laughs> yeah. You were like, I'm now. I'm now just like everyone else. Four senses down. And now I have my fifth sense again. And I'm. And I thought it would feel better. And I am grateful. You because I, I want to smell stuff. And like, I don't necessarily want to smell that stuff, but I want to smell food and like enjoy, like eat, drink and be merry vibes. But I was just like, oh, like I am just like. I'm not just like a hot bitch who just has scentless shit and farts. You were like, COVID really was that girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now I miss COVID her. made me. <laughs> COVID made me realize. COVID made turn me truly into just a girl who eats like one mason jar of soup, doesn't get that hungry, and then just like doesn't have anything that smells bad about her. Mm -hmm. And I, as much as I resented that girl. I liked being her. Well, and now things I'm ba just back to being me. If COVID taught you anything, it's that sometimes you have to get something taken away for you to fully feel like that bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they couldn't help but wonder. They couldn't help but wonder. Still reeling from Shay's comedy. Her tight, two forty, two hundred and forty minutes at knowing that Shay awaits me every week oh. when I turn on my favorite program. They're starting. They're, they, they're returning. They're going to be in our lives maybe for the rest of and just like that. What can we just call it sex in the city finally? Like come on. <coughs> AJLT is no SATC. Oh, what I was going to say is my mom brought up a good point today. She called me and said that she thinks Sarah Carrie is going to date that producer, that hot producer that was like, I agree with you, Carrie. Oh, he's a, he's like really like swarthy mm -hmm. and sexy. And he has like a little bit of salt and pepper beard. Oh, that's a good call. Dorothy he, is on the case. Well, she's a total... She's a head. She's a, she's a sex in the city head. But she was like, I feel like they're going to be... Because she's seen that actor before. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she she's just got the vibe. Watch. Again, why is Carrie... Like, 
it feels like everything she's doing is beneath her, but I guess he's sexy. He's sexy, but I'm also like, don't date like the guy that worked. Maybe she'll date him and then he'll be like, you should really have your own show. Uh, and they won't stay together, but he'll have like helped her get to that, get point. her voice back. Mm -hmm. And then she'll have her own show and she can break away from Shay X, from Y, she. and me. <laughs> The preeminent podcast. Also, I love that any joke anyone says on Shay's show, she has to push her little sound effect button hey and go, oh, just so you know, we only accept consensual sex around here, and it's not even cool to joke about non-consensual sex. All right. Like, what comedy? They, they really can't. <laughs> they can't. I can't. They can't let anyone truly lol. Mm-mm. But they can do they can do a tight twenty on that. They'll do a tight twenty on your uh, sweatshirt. They'll do a tight twenty on consensual sex. Consensual finger wagging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the ultimate finger waggers. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to sexy. You were, <laughs> that transition, you were like, I didn't know what we were listening to or talking about. Sexy unique, unique podcast. podcast. Salty, Salty you talk queens. <laughs> Salty. Can I be honest? Do it. We've marathon potted Guys, for the past week. And I we, thought this was, I truly approached the past week being like, this is the best way to like just get be content chill. because, and it'll be chill. And we have like a game plan. We are. I'm at the end of my fucking I'm at rope. the end of my rope too. I feel like I've been pushed into another dimension and I don't know like what is happening anymore. Every day is a new day where I just have to talk, 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 talk. No, I mean, it's been like. Like, usually it's like a two day a week thing for me when mm -hmm. I come over. It's been like going to the office. It's like, every, it's no, it's every, every day. day. Which and is like, I don't, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole reason I podcast is because you know, it's an easy job. Yeah. I mean, you? love coming here, love seeing you in town. No, love you, love, but, but, but I don't like to work. It's a lot. To I talk. don't like, didn't do this to a lot of Tampa Bay's. Yeah. And didn't end up being a good investment. No. And I, Tampa Bay felt like I invested in a startup and then it didn't, it flopped. And now I'm like, and you had to just like, like hang on 30, 30 grand on like you're just having to hold hoping yeah. that you break even at yeah. the end of the day yeah it was a really it was not the call you guys will hear these episodes call that we speak response. so highly of over this next week in between christmas because we're actually full disclosure gonna be taking a week-long break which i think is okay. which is absolutely earned <laughs> the amount of like content that we have released over the past few months truly we've earned one week one week one week to like not have to do this oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be incredible <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i've never been so ready no i'm ready to i'm so ready but like we but in order to cram we've been it's like cramming for finals so we've just been like Content, 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 tempo base, tempo base, tempo base, bonus, bonus, bonus. And we've just been filming videos for the TikTok. Blah, 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 no, blah, it's blah, just blah. too much. It's a lot, but it's worth it. And we're happy with what we've done. But Tampa Bay's It's going to pay off for you guys who like love to listen to us. But I've gotten to a point. I just am like, oh. You don't that, know where we are anymore. Yeah. And I just reached the point where I was like, oh, okay. Like that, this was not a great idea. And now I know we don't have have to approach things no. like this and so i got i finally i guess i understood what my own limit is with podcasting it's all, listen guys and i can you know i'm a talk 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 me talk. too and i but it's it's not it's, it's not, not easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> but it actually isn't easy to just it's not to turn just turn, turn and lull but anyway we're people who are like they're like, shut the fuck shut the up and fuck stop, talk up. about roll sick. People who are like working at like. <laughs> I know. They're like, like someone is having to make like a Excel spreadsheet that they want to fully jump off a bridge right now. And they're like, I'd or, kill to do what you're doing. I get it. But or like, someone like in, who's working like a shift at the hospital is listening and like, I'm going to kill these people. They're like, if they come into my hospital, I'm going to put a bubble, <laughs> an air bubble in their fucking IV. <laughs> no, I tip my hat to you guys. You keep this podcast going. 
but it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm just going to tell you briefly what the schedule is. So you guys know what to expect. So you're not having yes. any surprises and I'll repeat it again at the end. So we're all clear. Yep. You're going to get real housewives of Salt Lake city, which is what you're listening to now. You're going to get, and just like that later this week, you're not going to get a Vanderpump rules this week. And you're not going to get a Vanderpump rules next week. Now we're in the week after Christmas. You're not going to get a roll set. You're not actually going to get anything but Tampa Bay's content that whole week. So buckle up. This is what you wanted. You're getting it. And then then you're not going to get a bonus episode either. Sorry. We're just taking that week off and you're getting Tampa Bay's stuff and you just have to be happy with it. And then Carrie and I will return from our holiday, a holiday, and you will get the same. You'll get another Real Housewives. There's actually no episode, no new episode next week anyways. You'll get Salt Lake City. You'll get two and just like that recaps. You'll get Vanderpump Rules coming back. I'm not going to make up for the lost shows because honestly, that show has pushed me to my fucking limit and like... (laughs) I need a break. We all need a break from it. So and you're I'm gonna sorry. Get mob wives. And well, maybe we'll start that the okay. week. We'll ease our way into that. But you yeah. will then get mob wives. Season duh. Yeah. And so there's a lot to look forward to. You're just gonna have a little break in programming, but you'll still have a lot to chew on. People are now saying we should recap Miami too. No. I've I, ha- I just <laughs> I like the truly it is hard because I would love nothing more than to recap anything, but I can't do this five times. I can't do this like six times a week. Mm-mm. We also have like lives. <laughs> well, and I also have to talk about Vanderpump Rules, the shittiest show in the, <laughs> the fucking world. Okay, okay, let's get into it. Okay, we're camping. We love you anymore. all. We love you all, but I just wanted to let you know, and I'll tell you again at the end. And truly sending. I mean this, sending love to all of our listeners on the front lines this this holiday season. Mm-hmm. We love you. Thank you for listening. Hope we could give, give you some lols. Yeah. Um, speaking on the front lines, Brooks is... We start off with Meredith's house. Brooks is hanging in the kitchen with Meredith's gay assistant, mm-hmm. who's making an incredible crudite spread. And just like filling vases with water. Really, <sighs> what can't he do? Just water. I feel like that assistant is just one of Brooks's friends. Yeah, I because he follows Brooks into the other room. Yeah, maybe he was just like maybe he's both of their assistants. Yeah, but Meredith represents to me water. Mm-hmm. She's like Aquarius. Yeah, she's like holding a pitcher. Of, She's sacral yeah. energy. Yeah, um, Brooks, the crudite was totally my shit, and I wanted to sleep in it. Brooks is showing his new blazer design to Meredith and he goes, it's my classic tape across the collar. Do you see? And Meredith goes, it's so good. I need to finish this design. It looks pretty finished to me. And he shows a pretty like wonky self portrait of him drawn on a iPad. But it did look like him. Yeah, it did. And he goes, look, it's supposed to be a self portrait. And Meredith goes, that is amazing, honey. Mm-hmm. She's really proud of him. And I love their mother-son relationship. Yeah. I crave one like that for myself. Um, Jenny comes in. Her talk- fourth child issue is a still an ongoing thing. She mentions that Dewey was suggesting a sister wife. And Meredith, Meredith goes, is like, I could never do that. That's intense. But I, I could, could see Meredith being a really fearsome first wife and a sister wife i wouldn't want to be a sister wife to meredith Mm-mm. i'm not trying to like usurp her throne or like piss her off and she said she would just fight with the sister wife all the time and i believe her she would brawl yeah teddy's still possessed he takes right to the table and she goes what do you want do you want a wife too <laughs> And then Lisa Barlow arrives and Meredith opens the door and Lisa's face is like in the crack of the door. And she goes, hi, hi. She comes in. She goes, ooh, you have food. We're not going to be anorexic. <laughs> Love that. Love. I wonder what, how many filming like get togethers she's been at where there's just no food. Yeah. That would drive me crazy. Insane. Meredith goes, what are you feeling? We have cucumber drinks. We have. Barry. Barry. And then she, and then 
Lisa goes, I'm feeling green. And Meredith goes, we're feeling all feeling green today. <laughs> and then Meredith is like, Dewey told Jenny that he wants to have a sister wife. And Lisa goes, wow. Wow. If John ever did that, I'd be so upset. She goes, uh, if John wanted a sister wife, he wouldn't have a problem because he, would, he wouldn't need a sister wife because he wouldn't have a first wife. Ooh. Snap. Honestly, Barlow won. And then Meredith leads her and Jenny into her kink closet and they wear wigs and try on like corsets. They dress Jenny up in a blonde wig and she looks actually incredible. Yeah. It, Mer- d- it, it like took, no joke, 10 to 15 years off she of She looks her. incredible. I was like, she should go home to him. But then later in the episode, she made a good point. She's like, what? I'm going to go reward this man by dressing up like all sexy? No. And then I remembered men are dogs. And, and Dewey's don't, a dog. And Dewey's a fucking dog. Also, he would, I think, actually not know who it was. Yeah. He'd be like, what? He'd like call men, all the police. <laughs> men would be like, oh, shit. Hot. Yeah, you only get wig. You only get sexy wig, Lara, if you've been a good boy all year there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at me undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/sexy. That's meundies.com/sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me undies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Meredith, it speaks to our theory of her like sensuality and so sensual. Like <laughs> she and I are one. Her, her sensuality, I feel like, is very like Anna Nicole Smith sensuality. She, I truly, honestly, and I'm sure everyone says this to some extent with the different housewives, and we all feel this way about people we see on reality television. But I'm like, Meredith and I could be friends. I think you. I think you would like. We get down, like, she is living my life that I want for myself. Take her to dinner when she's here. I would love nothing more than to pick her up and take her to dinner. Take her to get a steak. Mm -hmm. I'd love to take her to Sunset Tower. Have oysters. Mm -hmm. Um, Jen's driving herself, which is a huge deal. She has a Hey Girl conversation with Heather, who calls Mm. her. Where they literally just go, hey girl, hey girl, hey girl, girl. hey girl, what's up, what's up girl, what are you doing today girl, hey girl, and she goes girl, I have to tell you, and she goes girl, just tell me, Mm -hmm. and they literally just say girl to each other back and forth, hey girl, hey girl, she's going to meet Lisa B at some really shitty looking restaurant. But have they been at that restaurant before? Have they had that? We've seen that waiter before, haven't we? I think he's probably, they are probably some kind of waiter. In but every didn't restaurant. that waiter? I feel like the waiter has been. I think that waiter is following around yeah. the production and popping up as a waiter at every restaurant. Because I swear to God, this waiter had blue and pink hair last season and a beard and worked at Toscana. Or maybe there's just a that waiter is just always everywhere to be found. Queer pixie vibes. You can't swing a purse. You can't swing your Balenciaga without bumping into that waiter at the restaurant. Uh, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Lisa sits with Jen. And Jen, like, almost immediately goes, I'm innocent. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm living for... Lisa just didn't call or text Jen for, like, a week plus. Mm-hmm. Never responded to a single outreach. And then today, this morning, goes, I can meet today. No, hey, girl. Yeah, no, hey, girl. So she had to take time to process. On top of probably trying to preserve her image, she also was, as she says to Jen, she felt like she was abused by her Mm -hmm. leading up to the arrest. And she was. She was. I mean, everyone that Jen has screamed at has then suffered abuse at Jen's hands. I also really want those fried things that they're eating. Those chicken skins? The fuck? Okay, I need to do another big chicken skins order for podcast snacks because those are good. Yeah. Chicken skin chips. Let's do it. Okay. Um, She's like, you yelled at me, berated me, you texted me hate texts at like one in the morning (laughs) and after my children's event and you like made me feel like a piece of shit. And then you got swarmed by the (laughs) FBI and Homeland Security. So I decided to just disengage for a week and collect my thoughts. Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl. Had to do it, girl. Lisa, Jen. They both cry with no tears. Zero tears. Jen has a moment where she's crying and then she randomly goes, (gasps) but you didn't call me back. (laughs) You weren't there for me. Like the switch is, it's sociopathic and like she gives me the willies. She did manage to squeeze out a couple tears by the end of the lunch. Yeah, but it's bone chilling mostly. Yeah, and also her take on the whole situation with Lisa is how do I trust her going forward if she didn't? And I'm like, bitch, how the fuck does she trust you? You, you, you got Homeland Security. You did not just get like arrested for something. You got like literally a sting operation was launched on your business 
Yeah. And then the FBI descended on you and plucked you off of the street to arrest you. Yeah. Like, and like you're something. Pointed guns I don't at think your that children. That just happens randomly. No, she's making it seem like she just she doesn't know what's going on. It's like it's so unbelievable the extent of her. I believe lying. And yeah, I think she's totally lying as well. Like almost more, I think more than Erica Jane and the fact that she's like the mastermind behind it. Isn't there actual recorded? I heard the audio of her tell of scamming someone, and that was a scam. That wasn't like a legit phone no, call. She said her name was something else, and she was calling about like faulty insurance. And it's Jen Shaw's voice. She goes, "Hello, my name is Amy." Like it's some, um, it's really creepy. That's weird. And then Lisa goes, Jen, Jen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Baby girl. (laughs) Heather meets with her brother who... Tyler. Has moved to Switzerland and also is a... Has disaffected from the church. He has lived in Switzerland for 15 years. Was that like a money thing? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And he's just been a hardcore Mormon in Switzerland for 15 years, which seems so weird to me. Maybe he did like a mission and... Then stayed? Yeah. But he's now left the church and he says... He's kind of gay. He... Not no. <laughs> the way and, she like twirls her little outfit around for him, I was like, gay, gay brother. But then he picked the ugly or yeah, shoes and I was like, he can't be that gay. Yeah, that's true. So he gave her really bad advice. <laughs> He says when Heather left the church, he decided to look into some things, meaning that he literally just Googled Joseph Smith and mm. then was shocked at what came up. Again, if anyone's in a religious organization or any organization that tells you that you're not allowed to just Google stuff and do any sort of research, you need to take that as a red flag and immediately Google what they're telling you not to Google. Don't just sit in Switzerland for 15 years and not Google one thing. Heather goes, the first rule of being a Mormon, you don't look anything up. Yeah, red flag numero uno. I also wrote, Heather is the middle of six children, iconique. Mm-hmm. I love her going, it's really hard to be a role model and a traitor at the same time. And I was like, Heather, this is a really like, soapbox Oscar moment for her. Tyler goes, Joseph Smith, you know, he married a 14-year-old. That's weird. I was like, damn. Yeah, you don't say. You don't say. Because they don't tell you that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, why would they? I love that literally the first, like you just pull it up on the internet and it's all there for you. It's probably in the Book of Mormon that he like took a bride or who was... A bride, but not like a 14 year old. Yeah, that's true. Really hard to be a role model and a traitor at the same time. I guess Heather's defection has led a lot of people to leave the Mormon church. She was a real pillar, that one. Yeah, I like her just like leaving and I encourage everyone that's feeling oppressed and weirded out by their current religious experience to do a quick Google search and leave. Shout out to the ladies who gave us a tour of the tabernacle. Love you guys. Hope 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 that you get out of there. (laughs) Hope you get out soon. Come to LA. Actually don't. Don't. Maybe go to New York. Yeah. Or just go to. Go back to the countries you came from. Yeah. Tyler is dramatic. I just wrote he's very dramatic. I felt for him because I was like, yeah, you did raise your kids in a cult and you sounds if I was cooped up as a child in quarantine and being forced to get into my Sunday best and do three hours of church zoom, I'd fucking Menendez brothers, my family. (laughs) (laughs) Then we go over to the Shaw chalet and coach Shaw, Jen and her boys are praying for Ramadan. Mm -hmm. Looks very soothing. Yeah, they ask Allah to save Jen, and I said, it's going to take more than Allah to save old Jen Shaw. And then Jen is wearing this wig at one point that I was like... (laughs) Her hairline? Holy shit. Her hairline goes like this, like up on a thing where I'm like, the shape of her head would be the shape of Elephant Man's head if this was actually like her skulls. She's wearing the Rachel in this moment <laughs> yeah. she tells coach Shaw that she's telling this man who's married to her who probably knows that she's guilty that she's innocent and she's like being like i just don't get it like why is this happening to me 
And she goes, I employ each and every one of my family members. And I guess apparently, according to her, all of her family... To the tune of 50K a month she spends employing her family. So she says. And also, I mean, here's a deal. I was like... I feel like I see what they're trying to do and how they're trying to frame their Mm. defense right now is like, and I don't, I don't think it's right. I mean, when Sharif, he tells her like, we should downgrade the house. Like we need to like save money because they now have a $2 million retainer to just get legal representation to fight these charges. And that's when Jen is like, I don't want to downsize like our, our, family depends on this house like coming here and I was like no you just don't want to like sell your clothes but Sharif says we're going against the behemoth that is the federal government so now this is like they're trying to position Jen as like this innocent woman that's being persecuted by the federal government and really all you have to do I think in this situation is have enough money to pay a legal team to poke enough holes in because doesn't the government just appoint some state attorney or something like they don't hire like she's gonna get off yeah i mean it's like she's enough money to go has galane gotten off i mean she's gonna go down you think so yeah didn't like didn't the defense like totally flop or didn't the prosecution like completely flop yeah i think that they like they i've lightly tried to keep up with coverage but like i'm pretty sure the consensus was that the prosecution like failed on a lot of counts and the defense was actually really good which goes to say if you have money and you're up against a government you just have to you just have to throw more money at the problem than they do and then i think you'll usually get off i mean she'll get off and then she'll probably get (laughs) killed but not if she's the boss if she's the one in charge of all of this then no one's above her. Jeffrey Epstein got killed. But Jen Shaw is not Jeffrey Epstein. No, I'm not talking about Jen Shaw. Oh, I'm talking about Jelaine. No, I'm talking about Jelaine. I'm saying Jelaine <laughs> should is probably hoping to like go into hiding after this because yeah. she'll get taken out probably. I wonder though. She kept her mouth shut as fuck. <laughs> she'll probably get killed i was like who's gonna kill jen no Shaw? no 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 no. okay i see i see but i then i made me think like sharif is either like in on this somehow or is mm. just like agreed to like go with the narrative He's i just, just didn't, acting a little i just didn't like we're gonna fight the behemoth that is the federal government yeah. and he was, like he honestly, was giving some fuck the government truly fuck them but also she don't do that shit when you've literally scammed people, people. for your wealth. Yeah. Meanwhile, don't make me like the gov. Don't make I me know. root for the government, Jen. Jane. Jean Shaw. Meanwhile, Lisa Barlow is the consummate ambassador of Salt Lake. Busy, busy, busy. Everything's crazy busy. She goes today. I'm bringing Whitney to a paddleboard yoga in a crater. <laughs> I was like, bring me there. ASAP. Take me to this crater. We should have gone there. I know. Repel me down into this crater and drop me in the water. But like, what spooky creatures lay in that water? It's a never-ending body of ah! water. That freaks me out. What's I know. down there? You'll never know. It's, it's just degrees. warm. It's ninety-six. Probably not a lot because I don't think a lot of creatures can live in ninety-six-degree yeah, water. A cool. shark can't live in that. Ah! You're not going to get a nibble. No, I'm not talking about a shark. I'm talking about like sea creatures like yeah they can't like live in nessie. a 96 nessie t- yeah but down down at the bottom where it gets colder and colder yeah but they can't come up to the warm zone mm. where you are doing paddleboard yoga it's creepy creepy a bit might just be warm all the way down to the earth's core ah! it's probably sulfury i don't think there is any creatures don't try crater. to disprove this of me this is my fear <laughs> don't i want you to go to the crater ah! we'll go to the american whatever the american hotel and <laughs> <laughs> little, little America. I'm going to go America. big America. I'm going to go to the Grand America. Let's go to the Grand America yeah, next, next time. time. I'm <laughs> trying to fucking be a high roller in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Me too. No, little America. Only big boy. Only big boy. And we're going to go dip into that crater. Okay. And then. So Lisa brings Whitney here as sort of a power play, which I love. She's like doming her in a crater. Mm-hmm. And it's. And they do a paddleboard yoga session. Lisa's wearing 
a bikini, which I loved, and jorts. Why is she wearing jean shorts? I don't know. <laughs> like, Lisa, what are you trying to hide? They is keep this falling for, in. like, your, like... Is it like you don't want to be like show off your body? No, in a but I mean, bottom? I actually thought Whitney's outfit was more modest. Yeah. If we're going, if we're being technical, just like a jorts in the winter in a crater. It's just like not a jort. No, I, I working was- out in jorts is giving me Brett Michaels energy, and I- it takes me back to a place of like fitness and jeans that I just can't abide by. I would have just worn like Fabuletics. <laughs> <laughs> What would you have worn? Fabletics. Fabuletics. Fabuletics. <laughs> that is fabuletics, sis. That is fabuletics. I would wear a bodysuit. Yeah. And then and then take a knife with me into this into the <laughs> to get this, the creatures. There's you a monster. Take a harpoon. There is a literal like There's not cutlerfish down there. They literally <laughs> cannot live in that hot of water. <laughs> Readers weigh in. People tell fucking Carrie they can't live down there. <laughs> I pray. Fish. I beg of you to pray. tell him. Pray, pray for the creator. They debrief on the veil and marry of it all. Just love Whitney's weird relationship with Lisa. I like that they're just real, like randomly getting along in this moment for the most part. But they also hate each other. Yeah. It's incredible. Mary's going to emerge from that pool. Mm-hmm. She's going to rise up and just float and smite them. Basically, Whitney divulges that she hit up Ange, our missing queen, mm-hmm. to get Cameron's number. And then I contacted Cameron and we talked. And Lisa's like not cool with that. She's like, why are you talking to my friend? Yeah, that is a weird move. Also, yeah. like to get the dirt Cameron rude the day that anyone gave his number to wheat me because <laughs> listening to her blabber oh. and yammer on for three hours she basically she says that mary and robert i cameron, reached out to cameron to talk with Marini. she called her Marini. <laughs> mary and robert according to cameron are predators the rumors are that mary and robert are predators and they use a sort of boogeyman but then she alludes to these like really horrific rumors and then won't say what they are. What kind of are we talking about? Like sexual predating? I don't know. Yeah, I was or like, like you financial. Need to spill it, bitch. I think they just like instill terror. She was. It's sounding like the rumors of Mary being a cult leader probably true. <laughs> um, I love. Also, they're really hung up on the fact that Mary said, "Like, see, Jen Shaw like fucked with me, and now look at her." And they're hung up on like. Did she have something to do with that? No, like, no I think she I, didn't. I I took it as Lisa being like, that's fucked up. That that's like where her brain. Yeah. I think Mary took it to a place of like, oh. If you mess with me. Or do you think maybe? She, but I think Lisa was like, I think that's kind of fucked up. That that's her perspective of the world. Mm-hmm. Like she's basically saying it's proof of her God complex. That she yeah. thinks like. Or that car- she's just like blessed. Yeah. Or she's willing like karma. Mm-hmm. Um, the ladies get ready. Seth. For a faux lunch. Seth says he likes Meredith's tookish. Mm-hmm. Mary calls Robert Sr. And tries to get him, like, excited for her. And she's like, can you get my coat? And he goes, what coat? And she goes, ugh. The Valmont one with the grommets, you know. And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. She goes, I'm going to go to a lunch today. He goes, yeah, whatever. And then they just hang up. And I was like, this marriage is my nightmare he's talking to his granddaughter just <laughs> your gram when your grandpa won't help you get ready for lunch so jen's faux luncheon is in the at, peace garden it looks like it's like at a public park i think that's where we're at now is just they're making these reality stars meet in public yeah Someone tweeted the other day, like, oh, guess it's back to bitchy little walks with friends like we're in a Victorian story. <laughs> I hate walks with friends. I know. I Stop making funny. me. It is Victorian. <laughs> Victorian. We Soon we'll just have, we need to twirl parasols and have, like, high-necked lace dresses. And talk about, like, talk plans. about how Robert courted you for <laughs> three weeks and he called your family members to see if he might court you some more. <laughs> And, and I said, yes, and now he came over for Victoria. tea. 
and now he's taken a liking to Victoria. <laughs> and I find myself alone once again. So but I wrote I him a letter by, by candlelight. I wrote him a letter by the by the bay window, and I saw him outside with Victoria strolling along. And I thought wistfully to myself. Wasn't it fun to stroll with him only but a week before? And I prayed deep down that another man will come a calling to maybe court me for a, a bit. And that's when the cholera started. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I felt flush. And I looked in the mirror and I had measles all over my body. I've died. <laughs> Jen's hosting a celebration of her Vietnamese culture. and Okay, like... She has a woman planning who has turf bangs and is... Those bangs. She's... She had pussy hat bangs. <laughs> I wanted to go... Bop, 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 bop. Why are you... Just cut them off. Why would you ever cut your hair like that? There has never looked good on a soul. Her name is Megan. Of course it was. What if Megan's Duchess of Sussex got turf bangs? I wouldn't put it past her. <laughs> Stop cutting bangs, you guys. Especially short little tiny bangs. The tiny little bob. Yeah. Also, okay. We all know what faux is. Like, we're... Right? Was yeah. this a really... Was this an... Like, I've eaten all this food. I think and, she was just like... There were like other dishes. There's like banh mi and spring rolls. I think and she like just, a, I think it was just an excuse of a party. Yeah. But I mean... Yeah, I think we're all clear on faux. I thought... I was living I mean, in a world where everyone was clear on Vietnamese food. But we also food, live in LA. But we also live in LA and I did, there was like a lot of Vietnamese food in Oklahoma growing up. So like, yeah. was anyone not aware of this? I just some thought at this aren't. point, we really knew what that, what thought was. I think there's some people who don't. Okay. Prayers and try it. <laughs> she goes, we're having, this is filet mignon pho. And that's literally what I order. I've ordered since the dawn of me ordering pho. Well, not like, I mean, Jen, Jenny probably knows the best kind. Yeah. So then they all gather and then Jen Shaw comes walking up with the cousins gay. And yeah. Then, she's... And then Meredith turns to Jenny and she goes, is that Jen Shaw? Is that Jen? And then Jenny goes, yeah, I believe so. And she goes, didn't we all have this conversation? That if Jen Shaw is anywhere in attendance, don't invite me. Didn't we have this? And I was like, Ooh, that was a little scary. I don't want to make Meredith mad. Apparently, Whitney and Heather met up with Jen the week prior at Beauty Lab and Laser. <laughs> and then Jen told them, like, she's innocent. And they were like, cool, we stand with you either way. Whatever <laughs> happens, you fucking are killing it, girlfriend. Hey, girl boss. Hey, girl boss. We support you. I love Meredith going, like, you are innocent. If you tell me you're innocent, I believe you're innocent. And I will celebrate with you when you get acquitted. But if it goes the other way, then yeah. we will get through it together. <laughs> and I was like, uh, prepare to get the fuck through it together. Yeah. But also, maybe you'll get acquitted. I love Heather being like, slay mama. From one business, from one boss mama business owner to the other, I ride with you. Mm -hmm. And then Whitney, I too am a business owner. Iris and Bo. Wild Rose. Wild Rose. Wait, I Isn't just saw... is her husband getting sued? Yeah, they were fucking in some kind of money scheme too. Classic. Holy shit. I Classic. just... I forgot to talk about that. I think that's what I was subconsciously wanting to talk about. Yeah, Justin and Whitney. Going down. Let's like Google it real quick. Okay. Iris and Bo is fraught. As a business owner and billionaire... I have brought Iris and Bo to Wild Rose. Sued for money scheme. She's starting. They are truly starting. They're facing legal woes. <laughs> <laughs> we have been caught up in some kind of misunderstanding. Ju okay, Justin's job is chief sales officer of a dietary supplements company called Life Vantage. It's always. In fact, during the episode airing on Sunday, December 12th, Whitney's husband sported a Life Vantage t shirt. The outlet reveals that the lawsuit stems from allegation that the company is a money scam. Distributors really can only make money by bringing in new distributors, a classic pyramid scheme. Mm. Some well, of the lawsuit was recently dismissed, but one claim regarding the pyramid allegation is going forward. Wow. Wow. So best of luck to the wild roses themselves. To fight the allegations. 
We are shattering Wild Rose after a successful rebrand. <laughs> after a whole month of success. In the land of beauty and beasts, it there can only be one Wild Rose. So then Mary's hopping along too, and <laughs> she's hating the long walk to the, which I understand. And then she goes, she says, come on, little Jenny. So I was like, she goes, if you have a thing in a park, you can't ask for formal wear. <laughs> I was like, I love that that's like where she draws the line. Mary's comments to Jenny are absolutely fucked up. She's out of control. She, I'm not even, I don't even like want to, she. She says like a couple racist things to Jenny's face where again, no one really says anything. I think because she's black, they don't feel comfortable being like you're being racist to this person. But She's but it's very outright, racist. like racial racial statements. Also, her wig is completely like off kilter. <laughs> and then Heather also goes, "Oh, Jenny, you look like an anime person." I'm like Heather when she sees a picture of her with the blonde wig on. I'm like Heather, you need to shut the fuck up. Well, she didn't. I didn't bump on that. Cause she kind of did look like it an was anime just vaguely. Character. It was just weird. I thought it was like just. <laughs> it's like ladies. Say nothing. Ladies say nothing. I thought that was weird. Oh, weird. I guess I just thought, like, Mary showed up and she was, hi, Wheatney. <laughs> Love. And then everyone's just kind of, like, tensely eating and a little bit of cha-cha. And then Whitney goes, okay, is this not weird for anyone else? We're all talking about anything, like nothing happened when something did happen. Am I even in reality or am I tripping on shrooms right now? I know she's not wrong. But she's also part of the problem. No, but I love her call. I love her. The producer was like, is everyone being this bros. fake? Yeah. I love Mary going, well, is everyone or is it, are you, or is it just you? No. I just love how much Mary hates Whitney. Mm-hmm. It's really the best thing about her. I just think it's interesting that. Also, Lisa at one point goes, I mean, it must have been hard for the girls who had to fly home commercial. I love Lisa. Like, she can't get over them choosing to fly home commercial. Jen basically goes, guys, I want to talk about it. She goes, she starts crying and she's like, I need to tell you now that like, despite everything that happened, I am innocent. And then when Mary goes, Jen, I loved your outfit when you went to jail. (laughs) I just have to say that. Jen goes, I don't know any of the people that they asked me about. They asked me these names. I don't know them. I don't know them. I'm like, yeah, because you've scammed so many. Like, why would you know anyone's names that you... They're not people to you. Yeah, like that totally tracks. Of course you don't know them. Jen and Mary goes, Jen, is this a true story? She goes, you really had no idea what's going on. You have no clue. (laughs) You have no clue. I was like... I we we where was Mary in Housewives of Beverly Hills? Ugh. We needed her interrogation tactics then. Jen, Jen goes, goes, no, no, of course not. I don't know anything that's going on. I'm so confused why this is happening. <laughs> I was like, you are a full blown liar. Liar. Mary goes, well, all right. I didn't say anything bad about you. Yeah, he goes. She goes, Jen, Jen. I need you to know. I didn't say one bad thing about you <laughs> in Vale. And everyone, and then Heather goes, Heather goes, <laughs> they all just start, they're like, okay. And then everyone kind of starts being like, no one even says like, you're basically lying. Like, no, because they all did talk shit. Every single one of them said, talk shit about Jen. And then Mary goes, but everyone else was. And then, <laughs> and then, and then everyone goes, we all, Lisa goes, Yes. Of course, we all talked about it. It was the and Heather goes. It was it was all over. It was the talk of the internet and all this stuff. And then Whitney goes, "Yeah, Lisa, you were calling. You were like not. You immediately called your attorney. She's my attorney called me. She was then my other lawyer called me. <laughs> and everyone's just trying to represent themselves like they didn't talk the most shit about Jen. And then Jen goes, "Oh my." God, did you all talk about me? What? Oh my God. Mary, I love, I didn't say anything bad about you. And Jen goes, thank you, Mary. And then Lisa starts freaking out. And then Mary goes, maybe Lisa's freaking out because she only eats candy and her periods are bad. (laughs) Whoa. 
That sucks if true. Damn. A bad period will Mary's, make me freak out. Her like body bodily advice is like confounding to me. She's living in a whole other universe. Mm-hmm. Like she just it's shocking to me. Cult leader. Cult leader universe. I'm like, I don't think she knows when she's being racist that she's being racist though that is no excuse for comments but i think she lives in a world where like she just gets to say those things and no one ever corrects her and no one does yeah and they it still (laughs) happens so i guess like i mean jenny's face like she was like um when she said it but like literally not one person was like you can't and it's just like all you have to do is be like you can't say that. Mary. Like yeah. you just can't say that to someone. Jen only speaks and cry. Yeah, Jen just starts crying. Like, crying. How are you? And she's like, I mean, like, I'm so bad. I'm, I'm so know. bad. And there's and then, no tears. And then Jenny calls Mary out. Mm-hmm. Which I loved. And, and Mary goes, Say it to my face. Look at me while you say it. And then Jenny turns and he goes, Is this better? I'm looking right at I'm you. I'm looking right at you. Because Mary starts to spar with Lisa, and I was like, don't come for my queen, Lisa Barlow. Yeah, and then Lisa keeps going, Mary Cosby, Mary Cosby. It's a group. It's a friend group, and we're all talking. We're all talking right now. I love Lisa going, <laughs> Jen said something about innocence and like being innocent until proven guilty, and Lisa goes, that's what due process is for. <laughs> legal, legal, legal beagle. Legal Lisa. Mary then storms off because she's no one ever. She goes, you don't care about me? Yeah. And Jenny goes, no, I don't. She goes, all right, then. She goes, then I don't have to be here. Then she leaves. And then Meredith, ever the staunch Mary Cosby defender, goes, I'm going to go check on her. I think that Meredith has been handpicked by production to go after Mary whenever she storms off to keep her in the mix so that she's like on camera more. Because I think Mary would otherwise, I mean... She just didn't show up to things last season. And I feel like she would stop showing up. So she has to have someone that she feels has her back. And that person is now Meredith. And then Jen. Jen cries and leaves. Kind of seeing, I think, an in that Mary's being comforted by Meredith. Maybe I think she sees because she still wants Meredith's Mm -hmm. approval, I think. Because she Meredith has like more clout than her. So she immediately goes over and tries to like curry favor by crying, too. And Meredith is just like, no. No. A full box out. Then Jen and Mary go sit down on a bench. And Mary goes, I pray to God you're guilty. Or innocent. (laughs) And Jen Jen just kind of goes. She goes, I am innocent. I am innocent. And then at one point Mary goes, she goes, you got a long road ahead, girl. (laughs) (laughs) She was like a $2 million like trial. Yeah, She goes, let's get this going. Come on. Like, I'm like, God damn it, Mary. I love, like, I hate that she says the comments that she says, but I love seeing her on this show. I mean, it is, she's right. She does have a long road ahead of her. Yeah. But I think she also is scamming people. Yeah. We'll see. Charge. Charge her. Arrest her. And then Lisa and Meredith, Meredith comes back at one point. Lisa and Meredith start yelling at each other. And I was like, oh my God, it's starting. Don't. I don't can't let them fall apart. And Meredith then, is like, I can't handle this right now. I'm out. I'm out. And then Lisa goes and gets her. And <laughs> at one point she goes, Lisa, you have been screaming in my face for a half an hour. You, you, I can't anymore. <laughs> she goes, thank you, Jenny. It was lovely, but I told you not to do this. So... And then, and then Lisa goes, Meredith, can't you just stay for me? I need you here, and you being here makes me feel safe. And then, please stay for me, please, please stay for me. And then Meredith goes, please, oh. can you please stay for me? And she goes, all right, all right. And then they hug, and I was like, that gave me chills. And then Heather goes, what did she do to get you to stay? And then Meredith goes, she asked me to stay for her. <laughs> and then everyone comes back to the table. I love it three persons storm away only to all come back and try again. They're basically like in Central Park. Yeah. It's not like they're having like a private luncheon. Like there's like people like with their dogs. 
Yeah. People are walking by like having like a Mother's Day outing or something. There was like a like a single man strolling by in the background. It's like it so... looked like he was on his lunch break or something. I thought maybe they would have like rented the park out. Or just like find a restaurant. It's a little strange that it was just like I mean, I guess like They the did this setting. on Vanderpump Rules too, though. Like they went to a public park and had truly like a frou frou luncheon. It's weird. It's bizarre. There's just like people staring. It's so bad. I hate it. I hate COVID. Jen also swears on her kids and husband that she's innocent and I that's when I knew. Yeah. Full stop, you're lying. If you're swearing on relatives, you're a liar. Dodie did it. <laughs> the queen. The queen. The queen of swearing Jax on people. Has done it. Oh. Yeah. It's a classic, truly the most classic tell of a liar is someone that will throw their friends and loved ones and family on the I swear bus. Dirty, stinking liar. Liars, the lot of you. Well. I... I love this. I love what's coming. Love the show. It's so good. It gives me joy. It makes me laugh genuinely. I feel like these ladies have been doing this for a decade. Mm-hmm. They're it, really power power players at this point. They are. Um, let us know what you think. I crave more from them. And I know that we'll get it. So it's a good day for all. I hope everyone has a fabulous holiday. Have an incredible holiday. And we'll circle back in 2022. Um, well, we'll circle back this week. Well, because, like with Roll Sick. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in 2022 with Roll Sick. Later on this week, you're going to get, and just like that, you shan't be getting a Vanderpump Rules this week or next week. But you know what? It's a for the best. Mama needs a break. And you'll get a bonus episode this weekend. Buy tickets for our tour. Buy tickets to CSPNW. We have San Francisco on the books. We have Seattle on the books. We have Portland on the books. It's going to be so much fun. Get your grunge on. Something to live for in 2022. Be safe. Love and light. Bye.